0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Wednesdays with Wombat with your host, Toby McKinnon. Working hard to make a living. F- Welcome back to Trot's Life. I better say what you're listening to on SEN Track. Get involved here, 0499 736 736. If you've got any, um, any uh, dirt on Mick McMahon, send it my way because I reckon it would be a fair effort to uncover some. Mick, mate, uh, how are you today and whereabouts
1: are you? Yeah, well, thanks, so I'm just at home getting organised to go to the trots tonight.
0: Now, uh, where's home? Uh, for those that don't know, I know it pretty well. I think it's just there on the left, isn't it, as you drive into chuka. Yes, just as you come into chuka on the left-hand
1: side, little trotting track in the corner there. Most of you would have gone past it if you'd come to Echuca trots. Yeah, everyone would have, yeah. yeah,
0: basically, and would have looked and thought, jeez, I wonder who trains
1: there.
0: <laughs> well, now they know. Now they know. All well, those listening anyway, those three people listening will know, mate. Anyway,
1: that's good.
0: Now takes, there's there's a way that a lot, a lot of people get involved in harness racing, and that's through a family interest. Uh, I'm not sure how you got involved. What got you involved in harness racing, mate?
1: Uh, a mate of mine had some calves, of all things, at a bloke's place who was a local trainer at the other side of town. Yeah. And we were one day. and noticed a heap of sulkies out there and worked out pretty quick that he had a few trotters or yeah. paces at the time. and. Uh, yeah, he sort of got us involved with one, um, a yearling it was at the time, Yeah. and funnily enough, we had a horse that was called Family Interest, and we ended up getting him and giving him to that trainer, but yeah, things didn't work out there, and and uh, I soon worked out that it's probably, if you're going to do it, you might have to do it yourself, so I had a bit of a crack myself, and um, yeah, we ended up buying a, a horse out of the meat sales at Echuca for not very much money, and... He finished up being your first winner, and you end up winning three. Yeah, so once that happened, I was pretty well hooked on the game.
0: Yeah, look, there, there was no coincidence with that family interest reference. Don't you worry about that. And so <laughs> you, you knew how much about the sport did you really generally know when you took over the training of uh, family? Uh, it, it, no, you didn't train family interest. Oh, you did. It did have two starts for your family interest. Yeah, so a
1: couple of starts. Yeah. You,
0: you knew basically, what, almost nothing, and just thought, no, oh, I'm just going to have a crack.
1: Next to nothing. As uh, kids, like I'm talking, we were six. Dad, dad had uh, paces back then. Um, obviously, you don't learn much when you're six about them. Uh, then when we got to sort of late teenage, we got involved with the galloping game. Dad had three or four gallopers.
0: Yeah.
1: All things we had a grand as well. So actually yeah. on the wall here, there's three, all three codes hanging up on the wall here. Um, and then we'll go on full circle. So I have joined back into the harness game. And yeah, I've had a pretty bit of success there, which is good. So... Uh, yeah, but getting back to it, I knew really next to nothing about the game. Just pick things up as I've gone along. Always uh, happy to ask somebody their opinion or, of what I need to do or how yeah. I can fix this problem and whatnot. And impressed with the people in the game, they just, just offer you information all the time. It's it's just incredible the, yeah. the knowledge you're willing to part with. Yeah, yeah.
0: So when you kicked off, did you build that little track at home straight away, or were you training them out of the Achuka training track where there's a few stables and stuff, or did you have them out at Greg Alberts, or what, what
1: got no, you? Where, had, where
0: were they first?
1: No, I had another place further down the road which just had a just a, a track around a paddock. It was no sand, which it was a sandy paddock, actually, but there was just, yeah. just a 400-metre track. I used to jog them and take them into, actually, Probably Woodwick Naudie. I didn't have a license. I used to take him out to Pete Limburg. So he asked to go out there and work out there with him and and Steve and Pete. Yeah, they were they were great. They sort of yeah always give you a bit of information and what to do next and all that. And then uh, yeah, Greg was doing a bit of race driving for me. Uh, he was working for me at the time too. Um, and yeah, things sort of changed. Uh, the horse wasn't going as good as what he was working, so I had to change a few things and. Yeah, Steve Jane up jumping on him. At, um problem the day Michelle Payne won the, the uh, infamous Melbourne Cup and
0: yeah, yeah. from that day on,
1: too it just sort of improved out of, out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, it was great.
0: So that horse you're talking about his current assessment?
1: Yes, current assessment. Yeah. yeah, he was the one I got from uh, out of the meat sales at Echuga. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And first start beats a David Aiken horse. So here's a bike that knows what? Well, 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 very little about harness racing. David Aiken runs second, who pretty much what he doesn't know is not worth knowing. And you've beaten him home at, at its first start out bought out of the Echuga sales. That's pretty amazing when you think about it, look back at it now.
1: Hard to believe. Hard to believe. So, like, I had to myself that night. There was some... Um... I think I've raced against David quite often, and I've never beaten him since. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, round one to me, and the next forty-five have been David. So, yeah, yeah, no, I, it was a pretty, pretty special actually, because um, I put my family, uh, some of my family members, in that horse, and you got a real buzz out of it. Yeah, real buzz. Uh, yeah, he was just a, almost human that horse. He could talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great.
0: Now then, Christian Torado came to you, and he had an eclectic background when he got to you, but we don't need to go into that and. He was a pretty good horse to you, really. Wasn't he raced 36-odd times for you for a couple of wins?
1: He did. He did. Uh, uncle, my uncle uh, claimed him at Miraburra one day. It was funny because it was his ninth start. He was going to drop back at class. Oh. And Jody got the chocolates that day, so he went up a class. So he ended up you know, sitting <laughs> up back right. to a C3. He was a C5. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, you all know how sort of competitive that level is. Um, but learnt stacks from that little fella. He, uh, yeah, just... Just that level of horse, the speed he had and the way to working, it was just yeah. And Jodie, Jodie herself, like she was incredible what she'd sort of tell you about him and what to do with him. Um, once again, one of the top drivers around and they just offer you information all the time. Yeah. And just yeah.
0: like someone like her is Almost a legend of the sport, really. Won a miracle mile and stuff. You just don't get that sense about those people, do you? She just will tell you anything, like you're you're the equal of them. But and it's not that you're not the equal of them, but you know what I mean. Like she's a legend of the sport, and she, they just treat everyone just treats you just like you're the next person, don't they? It's amazing, really.
1: Well, I had a trouble with uh, a blood test the one, and, and apparently Jody was the lady to talk to, and I did ring her about it, and it was a Thursday night, and I didn't realise that she was off to. An angle on the Saturday night and won a group one up there. Yeah. And, um, I said to Call, I said, "How's this? You're talking to Jody yeah. and she gives you everything about the horse and then she's in the group one like, you know, obviously would have been probably doing the form and whatnot of the races up there and yeah, just cannot believe the believe what what yeah, people you know say and do for you and yeah, it's incredible, incredible.
0: Then you get another horse off Brent Lunghausen, and Dallas Nikolai hadn't won at the time, mate and I'll take you through uh, the early part of his career with you. He had four starts till he won, seven starts till his next win, then 12, then 18, then 15, then 5, then 4, then 9. He went back to back at that point, then 12 starts, and then 4 starts, and then there's a, then things changed for him. But he was just that sort of horse, those first what, – what did I add up there? The first – 10 wins, all sort of came 10 or 11 starts apart. He just seemed to find his grade and he'd bob up and down in that one grade. And they're such good horses to a person like you, aren't they?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. they just they're what you get out of bed for. They just keep keep performing. Um, the time where he sort of went off a bit, the poor little fella nearly died. He got crook in the paddock and um, had enteritis, which is not good for a horse. It was sort of something similar to colic. Yep. And... Yep. Conversation over with the vet it was uh it was a saturday night and i said you just got to keep him alive for me he's just too good to just let go sort of thing yeah and anyway they kept him alive it cost a few dollars to keep him alive but um yeah no he's just you just same thing um yeah people just i want to drive him um he seems to go better for the girls ellen told me it was incredible the way she got him to to win she won about four or five on him pretty in pretty quick succession yep um yeah, just just uh, seems to go well for girls. I said to Greg Sugars one night because he uh, he ran last time. But the truth, one night I said, Greg, you're going to have to get yourself a blonde wig, mate, because you're going to keep driving this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it just, for some reason, he just likes girls. He's um he can be a bit savage in the yard at home, and yeah, but uh, bikes come out. I just say, keep away from him. Just pat the next one, but don't get, don't uh, keep your distance from him because he can be a bit uh, a bit nippy and a bit savage on you. So uh, yeah. yeah, you know, he's a. Uh, He's been a good little spinner for me. Keeps you really in the game. Anyone can drive him. Like, uh, yeah, we had a few young people, sort of. Yeah. Um, uh, Katie, Johnny McDermott's um girl that's sort of just gone through her licence. I say, come up to, to a two good trials, and he'll be a good trial drive for you because he doesn't do much wrong. And I think she went second on him that day. And, yep. Yeah. She got off and sort of, he yeah, was in love with him, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Greg Greg didn't follow you up on that. He hasn't put a blonde wig in his bag and shown you that no, he's prepared to do anything for the drive. Well,
1: he's, he's don't worry. He's one of the ordinary, Don't worry. He's <laughs> a, do we all know Greg how, how good he can get at home. Don't
0: worry. Yeah. Yeah, 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 So that that enteritis was I think January two thousand and twenty was thirty five starts later to Cobram on the twelfth of May two thousand and twenty two. It's a big gap between wins, but how special Matthew. was? How special is that win, getting back to win another race?
1: Oh, it was incredible. I said to Cal only the week before, I said, I'm just about over this fella at the minute. I think we need to uh, rehome him into a different different sport, maybe put a saddle on him. Hmm. And I said, I'll give him a couple more. Uh, and, yeah, he certainly got the chocolates that day. Um, even Ellen said, I oh, think we took him to Charlton, the start or two before, and she said he's nearly back in that sort of easier grade, that 47 grade. Hmm. Um and he, he, he won that day, so that was that was extra special. Yeah, extra special after all, all what he's been through. The day I seen him when he left the vets, he was like a skeleton with a with a blanket put over him. There was not one ounce of muscle on him.
0: Yeah,
1: it was a pretty good job even to get him to come back to the races. Even yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah, that was have probably had a eight or ten month lay off the races there. But um, his last few runs actually been pretty good without a lot of luck. Sort of yeah, he's not not that far away again.
0: He's not now. Did he hear you when you threatened to get rid of him? Was he within earshot the horse?
1: Well, I reckon all these understand English. All these horses here—they <laughs> yeah. know what you. <laughs> they know you, as soon as you say something, they know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah. maybe. My partner, my partner Kelly, just spoils them. Like she's over there with carrots most nights, and yeah, they just yeah, she talks to them. Yeah, she—they know what's going on.
0: Yeah, hundred percent they do. So tonight uh, we will just be talking about him, Dallas Nikolai. He's drawn. The second row, mate. Uh, what are your hopes? Or I know you—you'll just be going there, and he'll go around. And what will be, will be, no doubt. But uh, and and as far as plans and driving instructions, I got a funny feeling you don't give out too much uh, in the in the way of driving instructions to these drivers either. Well,
1: well the drivers you put on—you don't. If I need to tell them how to drive, i <laughs> will yeah. probably give The game away—they've been around that many times. Um, yeah. I don't think I've been in 400 races yet where. Some of these drivers have won 400 races, so yeah. I don't need to sort of guide them on what to do when they get out there. Yeah.
0: Now, Gom, another horse that's not too different to a Dallas Nikolai, really. It's had 105 starts for you for the seven wins, and this handicapping system is just made for horses like you and for uh, like Legom and and for trainers like you, and you can just keep... Sending it around and and ever so often just bobs up and wins a race and has got the two wins in the last five mate. so it gets a bit trickier again but uh, you go around and you might drop a point or you might win a race or you might run second or you might run last what a you know yeah. what's a it's just a beautiful system really
1: well it is it is for her it su- suits her down the ground um, yeah yeah we raced with a truc a while ago and 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 Greg actually drove it he said she didn't feel any good tonight Mick. I think she had about 100 and something starts for me then. Um, Hung on every corner, just really didn't want to be there. And I said to Greg, what do you think? He goes, oh, it might be time to maybe think about retirement. And spoke to the owner and and he was sort of said, oh, look, before we do, she's up and about. Why don't we just change what we're doing a bit? Did less with her. Um, Sort of don't fast work between runs anymore, just sort of trying keep her runs, you know, eight or 10 days apart. Yep. And... Yeah, as you say, she's won two of the last five, and and funnily enough, Greg was the first one to text me, well done, mate, after after she got up there, after he sort of thought she was towards the end of her career, but she just keeps fighting on, but that system, you're right about that system, she just sort of, yeah, has a couple of unplaced runs and drops him a couple of points, and then, yeah, she's lucky enough to, to get in front and at the main end of the race, and... And uh yeah, gain them a couple of points and keep your interest interested in the game for a bit longer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love having people like yourself on, you know, the 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 smaller names in the sport that people don't know. And here's Jody Quinlan's giving you advice a couple of nights before going to Sydney for a group one. Greg Sugars is the first person to text you after you win a race and he wasn't even driving the horse. It, uh, and yeah, no wonder you you love the sport. Race nine, mate. Tino Terry yeah. Mary. Now, Firstly, was this horse named when you got it, or I, I just assume it was, because it means very fast Maori, but on behalf of all the race calls in Australia, if you name this, they're not happy, I
1: don't reckon. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, we'll leave that one alone then, Toby. Yeah. No, we did name it. Yeah. Oh, Absolute dear. speed, it was supposed to mean. Absolute speed in the uh, native Maori tongue, being an Auckland reactor. Yeah, yeah. Um, got ability, but he just, yeah, he just seems to, uh, yeah, he just sort of pulls to, a bit too hard and At home, he's he's got him to the point where he's pretty good at home, but he just gets a bit excited on race day, which has sort of let him down. It's been his undoing. His last start day was brilliant. Um, Yeah. He sort of gives you a bit of an impression he might be back to where he needs to be. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, even Lee got off him last start, Lee Sutton, and he said, you might as well just hook him right up little toast me. (laughs) He just, uh, yeah, but I've sort of, yeah, changed a few things with him and... um, it's even like some of these uh, things on Facebook, David Miles on there about uh, headgear on horses and how to get them settled. And I watched yeah. that a couple of times and tried a few of the things that David sort of suggest, you know, suggested to the you know, general public. And it's sort of starting to work with him. He's, he seemed to be a little bit kinder at home. And let's just hope he can take it into the race tonight because uh, he should be sort of thereabouts if he can, um, yeah, sort of be on his best behavior.
0: What, what, what did Lee mean by put a bridle on a post? As in, he's just. Oh.
1: Not that bright. He's just got no, just got no mouth. He just, he just wants to go, and you just sit there and hang on. Yeah? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, That's, okay. That was my advice. That was my advice to Lee the other day. I said, to, "He said, 'What do you want to do?'" I said, "Just hang on, mate." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hang on. He's just, he's just not that. He's getting better. He's getting better, and he hasn't had that many starts. I think he's only had about, twenty odd starts. Um, twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he won. think he won his eighth start. He won a couple of seconds. Greg drove him at uh, Meribar, I think, early on in his career anyway. And the first thing Greg said when he got back, he said, oh, no (laughs) brakes. I said, yeah, no no brakes on this fella. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, he is getting better. And I just hope that he can sort of take that um, to the races tonight. He shouldn't be be too far away. So I'll probably
0: need to ring you tomorrow to find out what he'll do tonight. But you just, I think everyone assumes he'll go to the front and if he, if he runs like he did last week, he's definitely the one to beat. He's a dollar eighty five favourite, which I don't think you would have had too many horses go around at Dollar eighty five, would you?
1: No, no. Not many. Not many. They uh probably see the name beside the trainer and think they could other it. there's better around than what I've got. But um they've had a couple of big wins. Uh Dallas won at forty forty eight dollars once. Yeah, yeah. I'd actually like him that. I I don't I don't bet at all so that side of it doesn't doesn't bother me. I'm just happy to see someone make something out of it if they can. Um, he wanted about 30 bucks too the day he won at Gunbow before he got cooked. I was in the steward's room after that because I thought there was something going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but rest assured it wasn't my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, Mick, I better let you go. We've taken up a bit of your time and you've got a busy night and... Uh, mate, we're well, great to get you on and have a good chat. And uh, many of our listeners wouldn't wouldn't know they just see the name. But uh, and an interesting story—you've just got into it, and and you're just getting bits and pieces from all these different people along the way to help you. And uh, it's a great it's a great advertisement for what Harness Racing is, if you ask me.
1: Oh, it is! It is, Toby. As I said, you just take your head off to all these guys there. You know, they've got bigger fish to fry to worry about what I'm up to, and yeah, they're only two too, too uh, forthcoming and. They're you know, giving their opinions and advice along the way, and yeah, you sort of try some, some work, some don't. They're all they're not robots, these things. You've got to sort of work out what's best for each one, and yeah, so far, so good. Well, hopefully, uh, you haven't Mosby me for tonight, and we, we have a good night over there.
0: I hope I haven't Mosby. you. I've had plenty of listeners win when they've come on the show, and plenty lose as well. So, <laughs> hopefully, you're the former, <laughs>
1: mate. Uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully, Toby.
0: Very good, Mick. I'll let you be, mate. Thanks for coming on, and uh, have a great night tonight.
1: Thanks for the chat, Dave. We'll talk to you later.
0: There no is, mate. There's Mick McMahon, me mate, the master trainer, and what a great story. And you can get a real sense of uh, the calmness of the bloke as well, can't you? And how calm he is with these horses, et cetera. And I tell you, when you go through his the horses he's had through his career. Uh, nearly all of them have won races. He's improved them all or got wins out of all of them, which is some sort of a thing. We've got our break for the half an hour here, and we'll come back the other side. We'll wind this up. We've got Mark Lee still to come in the next 40 minutes.